You're listening to Sunset Radio, the Sailors Radio Station. Welcome, guys. Welcome back, number seven. We've almost been going for two months. My name's Nick Douglas. I'm Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm here to chat to you about everything that's been happening on, around, or near the water, especially Sydney Harbour, because that's where I am. And I'm looking out today over the beautiful streets of Rose Bay. I, um, I managed to build a stage yesterday, so I can now see out onto New South Head Road, which is just fantastic. So anybody who's out there who might be wanting to have a little bit of a listen, check out the sign in my window and make sure that you tune in, not just to tonight's show, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. We now have stacks of other shows happening for Sunset Radio and very, very pleased to be here and to do so. So much happening this week. I managed to catch up with a friend in Germany to hear about everything that's happening leading up to Kiel Week and also for the European skiff season. Also managed to touch base with a number of people who may not have been expecting me to want to chat to them. I'll have to tell you a little bit more about that later on. And of course, I was out sailing today on beautiful Sydney Harbour. Sometimes it was floating, sometimes it was sailing, but it was exceptionally fun nonetheless uh, <laughs> you'll just have to hear it to believe it I will be playing some audio from my day out on the harbour stay with me my name is Nick Douglas Adventures of a Sailor Girl we will be catching up very very shortly with all of the things that I got up to today I also have a, a surprise for you guys I interviewed a few people that you may not recognize but it is entertaining all the same but right now we're gonna have a little bit of a listen to an interview that I did with my good friend Finn Mugala now he is from Germany he is German I love him he's one of my one of my best friends but just bear with him because he is German and um, he's very very particular he thinks his, his English isn't very good uh, uh, I think he puts me to shame in terms of my German because all I know is a je and I thought that was French. So, yes, we're going to have a chat to Finn. He's um, a bit of a legend. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and we have the pleasure of catching up today with Mr. Finn Mugala, who I met when he was out here for the 18-foot Skiff Worlds or the JJs. How are you going, Finn? Good. Good? Touching base... in Germany. Uh, what time is it? 11 in the morning? Uh, yes. Close enough. <laughs> but thank you so much. This is early. This is early? Yeah, I... Yes. I stay, I stay up really long and sleep long in the morning usually. I can do this because I study and I don't have any lectures early in the morning anymore. Well, thank you so much for getting up out of bed so we can have a chat to you because I hear that you've started ramping up your season as you're coming into summer over there in Kiel. Yeah, the last days have been have been really warm, much much warmer than we expected for this time of the year. We had up to 30 degrees. Wow. So we, I spent a lot of time on our new J70. Okay. We just got our 18-footer back. We got the container back on... Monday it was big trouble with the custom. Again? <laughs> you had trouble when you came out to Australia as well. Yeah, but the, yeah, it was it was different this time because the guys from the shipping agency made a, obviously a lot of mistakes and the papers were not correct. So it, we expected to get there at 11 a.m. and get the boat and unload the container, but it took us until 9 p.m. in the evening until we finally oh. got the boat. Oh my goodness, a lot of people... A lot of people don't realize how much is involved in getting boats from one place to another, but that's that's not normal. 
No, I didn't expect it to be that difficult. I knew it would be difficult to get it to Australia because of the uh, quarantine stuff and this stuff, but we don't have it like this in Germany. Mm-hmm. But it was still a big problem. It was like in a famous European comic series when they have to get some documents. But I think you guys don't know this one in Australia. But you eventually got the boat and you are now sorted? Yeah, we got the boat and it's everything is in the trailer and it looks like nothing is seriously damaged. I will have to check in the next days to unpack all the sails and, and clean the boat. Excellent. But it looks like everything is alright. Well, that's good. It must be nice to have your boat home. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the J-70, what, what is the J-70? Well, it, it's a it's a seven-meter sport boat. It's, okay. It's pretty similar to the Melgers 24. Okay. And it's just a little bit shorter, and it's much easier to sail, and it's not so complicated, and it's a lot cheaper because the sails are, sails are cheaper. We don't have membrane sails. Sure. It's, it's a pretty new boat. I think it was released two years ago mm-hmm. from the U.S., and it's already really, really popular in the United States. They... They had about 80 boats at the Key West Race Week this Whoa. year. Oh, that's awesome! And 80 boats just after two years, and they had a—I think they had a limit of 80 boats. And the class is growing over here in Europe, and it's—it's it's really nice to sail. It's fun. Usually, I—I didn't—I didn't like keel boats before, but this this one is quite fun. Awesome! And, and it's easy to sail. And this is our club bought one, and this is why we sail this. Uh huh. And so you're going to do Kiel Week on the J70. For those who don't know, uh, Finn, you're from Kiel, but Kieler Wash, or how do you say it? Kiel Week. <laughs> I can't. I can't speak German. Um, it's a very big deal, isn't it? Yeah, but well, we, ho- we there won't be so many boats in Kiel this mm-hmm. year. We think if if we get up to 20 boats, this would be good. We have quite quite some boats in, in, in Germany already, mm-hmm. because the J-70 was elected to be the class for the German Sailing League, but the clubs concentrate more on the Sailing League and don't will not sail the events just for the open events, like Key Week and Euro Cup, mostly only for the German sail, Sailing League. Yeah. So well, this is why we hope to get a fleet at all. And that sort of makes sense a little bit, but Kiel as a whole, not just the J70, there's a lot of classes that will be there, aren't there? It's a hive of activity. Yeah, there will be a lot, but the, especially the Olympic part has lost a bit of its, its attraction because it's not part of the either Sailing World Cup anymore. Oh, that's a so shame. I guess the yeah. fleets will be really, really small. We could see the, this right now. There's the regatta in Middenblick. Netherlands right now, mm-hmm. and they have really, really small fleets, only I think 35 lasers and 30 49ers, 25 470s each for boys and girls, and this is not much. Yeah. When it was still part of the World Cup, they had fleets of 70 49ers and I think 150 lasers like this, and I think this is what it will be like in Kiel. Well, hopefully everything goes well for Kiel. We might have to touch base with you and see how it goes. Uh, if just especially if none of our other roving reporters are heading heading up that way, but you've got some more 18 footer sailing coming up as well, Finn. Yeah, just just a few days after we sail the J70 in the first first half of the Kiel week, mm-hmm. and then the second half we go go already to Italy to Lake Garda, 
because we want to sell the 18-footer Europeans and they start on the last day of Q week and then we have six days of racing. Oh, wow. And have you been to Garda before, Finn? Yes, several times. Mm -hmm. I was there first time 12 years ago in Optimist and I've been selling there for 20, for 70, 49 and already with the 18-footer two years ago when we had the Europeans there before. That's amazing. So you've been all over Europe with sailing, clearly. But um, what, do, what do you think of Garda? Is it a favourite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it depends. Many people say Garda is one of the best yeah. places in the world, especially for skip sailing. Yeah. Um, the wind is, is pretty steady. There are not many shifts and gusts. So being successful at Lake Garda, you have to start pretty well, and then you have to be the fastest. Yeah. Because the fastest one will be the first. You sail with the skiff. You sail straight to the rocks mm -hmm. and the mounts at the, at the edge of the lake. Just head to the cliff so that you can touch it and then you tack and go up and yeah, the one who's fastest and is their first to tack will be first at top mark. So last time we were not the fastest, definitely not. Yeah. It was quite oh. So yeah, but but it, but it's nice, it's warm and it's beautiful landscape and I like the Italian food. Yeah, me too. And what we call that what we call that fin in English is a drag race. Like the drag cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's what it's like. Yeah, and most of the time. Into the rocks, play chicken with the rocks, and then out you go. But a lot of people say that it is their favourite spot. Is it your favourite spot, Finn, to sell skiffs? It, it's 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 hard to say. It's one of the best, but I cannot say if I really have a favourite spot. Oh, fair enough. It's, it's one of the best. I don't think I could pick a favourite either. There's lots of things that attach you to different places. And after the Europeans, uh, do you have anything else on the program, Finn, or will you be going back to study then? No, there will. We will have another event of the of the German and European 18-footer tour. Mm -hmm. It will be in Travemünde. Yep. There's Travemünde week. It's a bit like like Kiel week. Okay. A little bit smaller, but the 18-footers are part of Travemünde week. And so we will say, sail there, and we, there will be hopefully a lot of other European boats, and that will be good fun. Our crew for we have we need a new bowman for this season, and the one who's sailing there with us, he was he participated at the last Olympics in 49. Oh wow! He was one of the best crews, so we hope that that, that will be successful. It will be a big fun at least. That sounds really exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, all the best, Finn. So great to touch base with you and to hear what is happening in uh, the German section of skiff sailing. And hopefully we'll be able to touch base with you again soon. Yeah. <laughs> this is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and apparently I'm too talkative. I had such a good day today. I'm a little bit up after, yes, it was a bit of a float around the harbour, but it, it was entertaining all the same with the great crew from Zipia, who I have sailed with a few times. I do have a few stories to tell about Zipia, just to set the scene. So the reason why I ended up sailing with these guys, I... Um, I originally met some of the Zipia crew. I was reminded of this today when I sailed with them. I uh, did a Wednesday afternoon race on uh, Mum 30 with Mr. Guy Stenning. I um, love him muchly, but he's no longer with us. I used to do Wednesday afternoon racing with him on the Far 30 or the Mum 30 as they were known back then. I did 
I squeezed in the Wednesday afternoon race with him and he dropped me to the train station, got on the train, got to the airport to head down to Geelong Week, just made my flight, didn't get there in time to get my baggage on the flight. I had to take it on with me, but the lovely uh, hosties were, were nice enough to still let me get on the float, uh, on, on the plane. Sat down in my, my seat, and when I sat down, I was sitting next to two people with sailing shirts on, and I promptly made friends with them, and we ended up being sailing in the same division, in the sport, sport boat division. I didn't actually sail with Zippy, or I'd gone down to sail with a South Australian crew. But uh, made made good friends with them and ended up sailing with them a few times. The first time I sailed with them, I was reminded today because we used a big black kite. Um, the first time I sailed with them in 2008, I pulled down on the uh, on the leech of the asymmetric spinnaker to try and clear it after a jibe in 20 knots and promptly got sucked out of the boat when the spinnaker failed and was rescued by the valvin as I um, flicked myself back up into the boat. So I've had a few good times with these crew and, and um, you know, whenever they ask me to go for a sail, I, I, always, I always do when I've got the chance. Uh, you know, fantastic that I had the ability to go sailing with them today. So I did take a few sound bites. We'll, um, we'll have a little bit of a listen. We'll probably go to a song in between because I do have a little bit from across the course of the day. But fantastic. As always, uh, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Andrew War and team on Zipia. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm on board the Thompson 8 Zipia with skipper Andrew War. Now, Andrew, we're tacking up the eastern shore of Sydney Harbour right now. It's such a beautiful day. It is a lovely day. It and is indeed. Yeah, well, yeah. Beers in hand? Oh, beers in hand, concentrating. Yes. <laughs> Looking, yeah, concentrating, doing an interview. <laughs> Very difficult, yes. <laughs> I can do very short answers. Yeah, but we're taking up this Eastern Shore. This boat tacks beautifully. Why is that, Andrew? Because this boat's a banana. A banana? A banana. The bow and the stern, you know, tuck up, so it just spins through a tack lovely. <laughs> just lovely. And the crew rate. The crew are doing a fantastic job rolling it up the pub. An awesome crew on board today. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Oh, you're smart, aren't you? <laughs> Excellent. We'll be back with you soon. I think we should tack. We should tack. Okay, we'll be back with you soon, live from Sydney Harbour. Live. Live. <laughs> Riveting stuff. So, oh, okay. Everyone's just stopped. <laughs> yeah. No need to stop. We're coming to you now, live from um, Rose Bay. It's exceptionally exciting. Yeah. Everyone's um. Everyone just can't handle the excitement. Almost time to crack out the chessboard. Yeah, yeah chessboard. We've got lollies. We've got yeah, beers. <laughs> Andrew, how would you rate this um, in terms of excitement for Winter Series oh, this year? So far? Winter Series is up on an eight. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, this is exciting as far as winter goes. At least the, the, the Land Rover Winter Series. It's famous for its exceptionally interesting courses and also its breeze. And it's basically how to steer around every slow boat in the harbour. <laughs> That's, that's the technique on this course. Oh, we're about to go around the mark. I'm not sure if we'll actually yeah. have to change direction because we are drifting. Well, but that tweaker away. Use the tweaker off the jib. Okay. Oh, oh, here we out. come. Here we come. Oh, wait down. Wait down. Wait down. Wait down. Wait down. This, this is riveting, guys. What, Denison? Oh, finish. No, I predict this to be shortened. We predict this to be shortened. It's an early call from the skipper. Standing by. Yes, uh, we were standing by, and there's going to be more 
from live, live, <laughs> live. This this recording was taken live. I haven't edited any of this, so apologies if if something um, goes wrong in amongst all of the um, you know sailing chatter that goes on on the boat. But I hope you're getting a, a sense of just what it's like to be sailing when there is absolutely no breeze. Otherwise known as Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and we're in the middle of listening to some audio that I got while I was out on the water today, sailing on the Thompson 8 Zipia with a fantastic team. Great day out on the water. Easterly uh, followed a drifter, which was predecessed by a westerly. <laughs> I just posted some pics up on Facebook as well if you want to check out the action visually. I do have a little video, but I don't know if it's worth posting. I'll have to have a little look at it later. Now, these audio bites are unedited, so please bear with me if there's something in there that I haven't heard. But, um, yeah, it uh, gives you a real insight into what it's like to be on a boat when you're trying to entertain yourself in no breeze, but then when the breeze comes back as well. So, uh, you know... Let's let's have a little bit more of a listen to what it's like to be sailing on this sports boat. It'll be cruel. We're um, coming back to you. We've made it from Murray's Bay all the way to Fort Denison, and so far in the past 20 minutes, I think we've moved approximately 200 meters. <laughs> And we're very excited. <laughs> Please stay with me, guys. This is exhilarating. And I know that everybody wants to go sailing in this much breeze. Mayday, mayday. Mayday. We're running out of food and pieces of the immediate danger We turned on the radio. Our bowman's going to sleep. <laughs> Yeah? Are we moving? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice and good. Did you see that we're moving? Update! We're totally catching Quest! The TV 52 Oh, well, it's because we've all stopped. That's why we're catching them. And they're drifting backwards. Okay, excellent. Yep, that's it. Let's pump the tunes on Sydney Harbour. I mean, there are worse places to be, people. There are worse places to be. Ferry. Sorry, Ferry, we can't move right now. Woo! Yeah. Even though he's got a yellow. Sorry. And it goes like this. I feel like we need to hula. I didn't drink at all. I've drunk all my drink. It was soda water, mind you. This is really boring. So, Andrew, we're coming down the run. We still have moved about 50 metres from where we were last time, approximately uh, in about 10 minutes. What are your tactics going forward from here? Uh, open beers and uh, patience. Patience? Patience. What's patience? Yep. 
Oh, it's, it's, what, it's what's called, it's, a, it's an acquired skill that you must have to compete in the Winter Series. When the CYC sends you around the course twice. Ah. And there's, uh, oh, we've got 1.3 knots, I'd say. Okay. But I think the Bowman's just called that um, Quest has put up their exceptionally light Code Zero. What are your thoughts on a sail change? No sail changes. We have four kites, and that's enough. And we don't have one that's lighter than this because we don't sail to um, offshore destinations in three knots. Usually, um, we would be going home right now. So why aren't we going home right now? This is a this is a question that is um, has not been debated yet, but <laughs> in about thirty more minutes, I think the, the debate will start happening because our, our end. Well, we still have two hours and twenty minutes to complete the course. Okay, very very important question. In thirty minutes, how far do you expect that we will have moved? I would expect to be at Shark Island. Shark Island in thirty minutes? It's just there. It's just there, but we have only moved from Fort Denison in twenty minutes. We're about four hundred meters away. Yeah, but. I, I just, I've, I've got a feeling in the waters yeah. that, um, that we're moving now. We're, we're moving now? Okay, you've heard it here first. We've, we've actually started moving in this Winter Series race. We'll be back with you. There's some more um, happening here. Yeah. How excluded are you? Because you're a Yeah. Okay. Are we calling this winter? Yeah. Is this winter? I don't know. A bit of an update, Andrew. We've now moved approximately... 50 more metres. 50 more metres. It's incredibly suspenseful. I have the mark inside now. Okay. So that, that extra 50 metres helps. But we're not going to be there anytime soon. Yeah. So you were predicting 30 minutes. Have you changed your mind? Oh, no. Uh, another 30 minutes. Another 30? Okay. Alright, good. You're just going to keep being 30 minutes. Excellent. Andrew! I said we'd be here in half an hour, and I do believe we're here, or as good as here, in 31 minutes. <laughs> we nearly lost the crew member! So it's okay, minutes, 31 minutes, and we're nearly there, and for some reason, a sea breeze is coming in. Yes. A lovely little easterly sea breeze <laughs> is going to send us home. Yay! Oh, very exciting. Did the committee know this was going to happen? I do not I don't think I knew this was going to happen. I think we're on the lay, and I think it's time to tack. Time to tack, so we'll be yeah. back with you, hopefully, when we finish this marathon of a winter race. This is Nick Douglas. And yes, we did manage to finish the race. We did manage to finish it in a, a beautiful little easterly. So for all those people who um, cracked it, as we say, and headed home when there was no breeze, more for you because we had a beautiful reach all the way down to Watson's Bay effectively and back again and finished up the race uh, almost winning the division, not quite. There was one boat that, that beat us in the sports boat division or whatever division we're in. I don't know. I get a bit confused in the winter series race. Not only are the courses a little bit confusing, um, the, the divisions are a little bit confusing and you start at different times and it's all handicapped. And uh, I, I think I'm a bit of a one design sailor, but I do love going out with that crew. So thanks again so much for having me, Zephyr boys. Um, hopefully I'll be able to, to jump back on again next week. And um, yeah, and thanks to all of them who might be listening as well. There was definitely no place I would r have rather been today. And there wasn't a place I would have rather been today except out there on that harbour. It was such a beautiful day. I hope you got out there to enjoy it. No matter where you were around the world, I hope you had a fantastic time. It seems like it's summer here in the Southern Hemisphere at the same as same time as it's starting to come into summer in the Northern Hemisphere. So hopefully we all got to be out there today, which is just an exciting thought. Now on that note about all the sailors that might be joining me, today, uh, not today, but well, I did a few today, but over the past week I've had a little bit of a... Um, 
I don't know, a random idea just to talk to people that I bump into that I don't know on the street that seem like they want to have a chat. And I've spoken to them about whether they um, might be interested in sailing for a start, but uh, I guess what sailing means to them as potentially not being a non-sailor. So this resulted in some comedic results, some I wasn't quite sure about, and maybe it's a fail, maybe it's a, a success. I'm not quite sure. You guys are going to have to tell me whether you like it. I, I do want to get out there and talk to a few more random people. It's quite fun, actually. It's quite it's, it's a bit confronting, especially when someone says no um, or that they don't like sailing. I don't really know how to take that, but uh, everyone has their different passions. But let's have a little bit of a listen to what sailing might mean to uh, some people who may not regularly encounter the sport. Here we go. Wasn't he a cutie? Yes, uh, he wanted to talk to me when he saw somebody else talking to me about sailing. Uh, I think he must have been about four. Uh, but clearly he already had an idea of what sailing's all about. We're explorers and we're out there to, um, you know, find anything we want. I really thought that was quite amazing. So uh, we're going to go to our last song, then we'll be back with the wrap. Thank you so much for sticking with me. You'll have to tell me whether you thought that segment was a bit of a hit or a miss. I think it was pretty cool. Oh, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I can't help it. It just gets my, my blood flowing. And today was a beautiful day on the water as well, getting spoilt with this fantastic autumn weather. So a big, 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 big thanks. You're listening to Sunset Radio, the Sailor's Radio Station.